Annyeong, and welcome to Howley Jubilee, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Rave. This is episode 34, Death by Stink Palm. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another episode of Hallyujuku. We're here to talk about East Asian pop culture once again. Have a little talky, have a little uh, powwow about uh, about the fun and the and the K-pop and the J-pop and the whatnot. Uh, mostly K-pop this uh, this week once again. Uh, here with me, as always, is my right hand man to my left, uh, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing. I haven't made it halfway through my drink yet, so ask me later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I understand. I understand. Arasa, Uh, we are here once again, once again, and of course we start off every episode talking about what uh, music has caught our attention, what we've been listening to this week. Kaz, what have you been listening to this week? Um, well, uh, so interesting thing happened is, uh, I brought someone into the fold of Korean music, uh, through our mutual friend, uh, Tableau. Uh, uh-huh. so I figured because, because I got someone to listen to Tableau through, it was through the cover for, uh, eyes, nose, lips, um, but I figured I'd feature some of Tableau's other stuff. Um, so I figured I'd feature some of his epic high stuff, uh, which is, which is what he is mainly known for, which, you know, doing stuff with his group at Epic High, who are now signed to YG. Um, so I put their, their song, Don't Hate Me, um, which is kind of a really kind of poppy rap song or whatever, which is kind of some of the, the stuff Epic High is known for. But there, there's also some really good grounded hip hop that Epic High is known to do. Um, but I figured I'd kind of just show across the board kind of the versatility of Epic High and Tableau. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. I got a, Tableau is such a cool dude. And such a cool, uh, kick-ass rapper and a, a, an adorable dad if you watch Superman Returns. <laughs> yeah. Some cool stuff. I remember seeing this like a while, a little while back when I first started getting into like, uh, K-pop stuff. I saw this video and I really dug this song and the video and how fun it was. And it's like a bunch of kids tearing down, uh, tearing up a, uh, a, a supermarket. Uh, one <laughs> kid dressed as Lady Gaga and like, uh, one kid in like the Hannibal Lecter mask. It was crazy. It was fun. Uh, but moving on, what, what else you got for us music wise? Uh, the other song, uh, which I did these out of order, but whatever, um, was, uh, Rap Zombie, which is just a song that I really, really like and, and, um, just dig so, so much. Um, because kind of the cipher style and like kind of mixtape style that it is, and then this just crazy ass video. Um, yeah. And I and as PD said before we started the show, I, I probably did this song before, but it's just one of those songs that I like, and I wanted to, to re I wanted to revisit it, and that'll happen from time to time where like a song would just kind of prompt me to revisit it. So I figured I'd do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, wild psychedelic hip hop fun video thing i remember mm-hmm. well <laughs> a little bit of yep. like kind of the the ridiculousness and the kind of that that uh in your faceness of it all it was really cool stuff definitely 
Yeah. Uh, I really, I don't know. I just really liked it. I liked the song. I liked a lot of stuff about it. So I don't know. Something I wanted to to revisit. Mm-hmm. Um, and taking it back to Tableau, yes. back on track to what I wanted to do in the first place was uh, feature more Tableau. So it's a, a single track from Tableau featuring uh, Lisa um, called Home. Um, it's not an official music video. I didn't, I didn't look to see if there was one. I just kind of came across this one, and this was one that was given to me by uh, the person uh, that I got into to. Uh, Tableau, uh, because they've been going through like a lot of his, his catalog of stuff. So, you know, I, I just ha- happened to see fit that I really liked the song and thought it was good enough to mention. Uh, cause yeah. like I said, Tableau is a, a really, really, really good, uh, just music guy in general in the hip hop scene. So figured why not just feature a bunch of his stuff and, and let it be known. And I'm, I may do more Tableau stuff next week. I don't know. Yes. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll uh, keep championing a uh, Tableau and Epic high. Maybe YG will let them out of the basement. Come on, right. YG, set them free, set <laughs> them free. Uh, we want Epic high. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's more music, fun music, uh, right there. Gotta love Tableau. Uh, this week, I, I, you know, I'm featuring some stuff that, that caught my attention this week. We were talking about, uh, some of the music that came out. Uh, I have my stuff, but I also caught what caught my attention some new releases. Uh, and I like to bring up new releases here, uh, in the music section. Uh, specifically a group that I dig, uh, in Sistar. Uh, they came out with kind of their summer, summer jam, their, their, uh, easy breezy summer jam in touch my body. Uh, and I said, yes, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's just, you know, summer song, summer K-pop music. It's kind of, you know what to expect. It's very breezy, not exactly, uh, controversial music wise. It's just a kind of a fun song. Uh, the, the dance is fun. The, 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 some of it is a little ridiculous. Some of it is a little, uh, odd. Like the sticking your leg out and shaking, like, like you're doing the hokey pokey, uh, mm-hmm. is a little odd, uh, and a little kind of random, but, eh, it's fun. Uh, I don't know. Did, did, did you get it? I think I linked the video to you. Did you get a chance to yeah. check it out? Um, I checked it out. I actually, I actually enjoyed it, and I haven't really yeah. been enjoying a lot of the the straight up pop stuff lately. Uh, but this was something that that you sent me, and and I was like, holy crap! I actually enjoy this. I actually am liking this. I actually am like digging this. Yeah. You know? it, so yeah, fun summer music, and I think this is the perfect time for just kind of these fun <laughs> breezy pop tunes. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I agree. You know, I agree. You gotta love, uh, Sistar, uh, spanking each other. Just, mm-hmm. you, you just enjoy that for the video, uh, viewers. Just, yep. just enjoy that. There you go. Uh, but yeah, Sistar's fun summer tune. Uh, nothing major, but some fun summer tune. It's a really cool song. Uh, but moving on, another interesting new release, uh, Infinite, uh, Infinite, uh, Willem Entertainment's mm-hmm. resident, uh, uh, group, resident idol group. Uh, Infinite came back with a 19 plus video, uh, oh, here we go. For, for back, uh, but not for the same reason, uh, Yukis's video was 19 plus, 
Uh, I think they're taking us back to, I think maybe, what, what was it, 2012 or 2013 when all the boy band videos were about like fight club, uh, you know, pretty boy fight club. You know? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So, and, and an exceptionally violent video. Uh, well, we're not exceptionally violent for, in the context of what we've seen before, but it's kind of oddly violent video for a song. Uh, that was actually a pretty cool a little pop song. Yeah. It, it, it's not the, nothing, something, not some, not something that's going to blow my mind. Uh, usually, especially because I'm not, uh, as big on boy bands, but it's definitely an interesting video. I don't know. I, did you get a chance to check it out? I have not checked this one out yet. Um, and I'm kind of watching it in our, our preview, uh, thing that we have going. Uh, and yeah, I will say it's, it's, Interesting. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't think it's bad in any way, you know, like, yeah. but it's, it's, it's well definitely shot. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I, I, I do enjoy the, the random umbrella as a weapon, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. But yeah, Infinite Pack, it's a, it's a cool track, you know, it's Infinite's, uh, instrumentals, it's Infinite's, like, epic feel to their tracks is something they use to usually with them and it's uh it's very big bombastic very cool complex dance uh routines uh so and and they do it generally you know, uh really well and actually kind of dug the track it's uh really cool song uh but moving on to another uh couple of cool tracks uh i, I did four this time just because i wanted to include one extra one uh for mm-hmm. a particular reason uh one thing that definitely caught my attention i was revisiting uh, a variety show called ihori x ani uh, uh, uh where it was kind of it was kind of cool because um it chronicled the time leading up to spica's uh comeback for tonight and specifically, uh, Ihori guiding them and behind, all the behind the scenes of that, of her kind of teaching them and transforming them and kind of giving them a, their new direction, uh, and kind of setting them up to kind of, uh, refocus themselves to finally kind of say, all right, we, you know, you guys are this uber talented, you know, girl, the, the, Spica is like the girl group of misfit toys because like every one of them is from another label or from another group. I mean, one of them was supposed to be in 21 before they, before, uh, uh, she kind of was dropped off the group, uh, before they debuted. Mm-hmm. One of them was in Tiara just before they debuted. Uh, Kimboa, the one we're, we're going to talk about, it was, has, is, has been the vocal guide for Rainbow Secret. <laughs> Uh, I believe Tiara as well, a bunch of uh, different singles and the vocal coach. So it, it was cool seeing the behind the scenes of like their, their song. And I, I wanted, and the main thing I wanted to include, I wanted to include a really cool cover that, uh, Kimbo of Spica did with Eric Nam, uh, of Say Something by A Great Big World featuring Christina Aguilera. Uh, and they did this really cool, like, uh, intimate, uh, video, uh, very interesting visuals and very well sung. And from, uh, all the comments, even though they, 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 they may be a little biased, they did a, they did an even better job of emoting the song than the original singers did. Uh, of course that's a little, 
a little biased coming on the comments of this, but <laughs> but I, I I think they did a fantastic job in this song. It's a really cool song, and and I I always dig everything Spica has been doing. Uh, and it was kind of cool watching them kind of grow up. Uh, have you seen this this cover before? No. <laughs> uh. Yeah, this is a cool song. I, I, I recommend checking out Ihori X Ani. Uh, it's, it's a very interesting kind of look into, the, uh, their personalities and kind of their, uh, so it's just like a, a, a music show of like elite of Ihori kind of being the, the been there, done that person and, and giving them, you know, kind of this, this, yeah. And then she kind of posts sister style guidance of like, this is what you need to do. This is how you should be doing this. Blah, 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 kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And, uh, they go into why maybe they, they were holding back some of their own limitations, kind of helping them break through, break out of their own fears and limitations on what might be holding them back and helping them, you know, deal with like variety show stuff and kind of get helping them get, bring out their own, you know, feel confident enough to bring out their personalities. Uh, and it's really cool stuff. It's a really cool show. It's only like six episodes, so it's easy to kind of breeze through. Uh, mm. but yeah, I, I recommend y'all check it out. Uh, y'all know how to find it. Google. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my, my last song, I want to kind of just commemorate the fact that as we record right now, uh, crayon pop is, should be in the middle of, uh, playing the Staples Center for their second to last show opening, uh, for Lady Gaga. And, which is just cool. <laughs> I've been, the fact that I've been diligently, you know, like I said before, I've been diligently watching, uh, crayon pop fan cams, <laughs> uh, uh, seeing that they're doing well. And from what I've seen, there's actually going to be quite a bit of a crayon pop fan contingent. So this time I'm really going to want to see the fan cams because we're going to get some fan chants and we're going to get some actual pop dishes and they look like they're like right up front, uh, stage. So give them a, a, a great final couple of concerts to, uh, re, you know, to kind of give them a little taste of back home over here in the States and show, uh, show them how much, uh, they're really, uh, really loved over here by mm-hmm. uh, quite a few people. Uh, even though they've been, you know, they've been loved by the people that ha- did, haven't known who the hell they are and be like, yeah, this is, we dig it. Uh, but it's cool to kind of have the crayon pop fans there. But I wanted to include a, a cool song that they haven't been doing on, on this show because it's not one of those, uh, you know, songs that, uh, catches people's attentions that, that are uninitiated. But it's a, it's a, a, a nice little ballad that they did for their, uh, first solo concert. Uh, that was broadcast on NBC, uh, called I Am Beautiful. Uh, and it's just a great little ballad. It shows off a little bit of Choa's chops. Uh, I think there, there, there are other opportunities where she does it better, but it's, it's a nice little opportunity to, for her to show, show her chops. And there's part of me that wishes they would include this song so that, you know, people can see that aspect of them. Uh, but I understand why that, why that's not the case. But yeah, it's just a really cool little song, a little ballad. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm proud. I'm proud of my crayon pop girls. Proud of my crayon pop girls. They kick butt. Yeah. I'm excited. Pretty proud. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a proud stage mom. You know, just, just gonna have proud pop to she. Um, 
But yeah, uh, that, that's it for our, our little music segment. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're gonna get to over to our headlines right now. So go ahead and join us over there. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the side where, where it flips. Welcome back. We are here at the headline section of the show. I'll uh, talk about the, the, some of the happenings, some of the discussion points that we were talking about, some to- interesting topical discussions and whatnot, uh, of the week. And let's get started with some, uh, announcement from of a new interesting group. Uh, so we talked about Yuna Kim before. Uh, I think we talked about her song with, mm-hmm. uh, MFDTY, aka the Drunken Tiger family. Uh, and kind of how her, uh, new approach and the fact that she's preparing for her stuff. Well, uh, turns out she's going to be debuting in a, as part of a group, uh, with another artist called John Minju, uh, who has been referred to as Little Boa, uh, which is an interesting and kind of a bold claim. Uh, but if you check out the, the single that they released, uh, John Minju and Yuna Kim released a, sing- a video and single for a song called Goodbye Rain. Uh, a couple different versions, one a regular version, a good performance version. And you can see definitely where they come up with that claim, the little boa. You can see that style of the kind of being a singer with powerful dance moves. And then, of course, the, the, uh, white wife beater, uh, Track thing. <laughs> I think that's a little more of the direct uh, correlation right there. Uh, but definitely you can see where they get the little boa, uh, uh, claim from. Uh, and it's a definitely interesting single. Uh, so they're going to be in a, those two are going to be in a five person group called the arc. Uh, you know, uh, one of those classic K-pop names. It has this very deep meaning, uh, after the Joan of Arc, after Joan of Arc. Uh, they even released the logo for it. Very interesting logo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, looks like it's uh, something that probably would be tattooed on the small of some girl's back. But <laughs> that <yeah>. aside, <laughs> what? that sorry. aside, uh, <laughs> I actually am looking forward to this group just cause, uh, there have been groups that have, de- I want another, girl group with swagger and power in their in kind of their music uh we have 21 but there might be a little controversy uh <laughs> uh but we and aside from that we we have girls like gi who probably haven't had a lot of traction so one cat did a good job in the uh i the what was it D style idol dance battle show that she got a, a commercial deal out of that. Uh, but I'm always looking forward to kind of the, the a group that would have kind of a, a girl group that would have a power uh, slant to them, a powerful kind of a oomph to them. And uh, are you just coming off of like the little tidbits of information do we, that we have? Are you looking forward or to it? Or do you have any opinions on, on this group? And what might what uh, might be? I I um, it's like hmm, 
I feel like you hit the like kind of the right points in saying like, oh, we need another girl group that could be big and powerful and um, kind of help move along. Because I I don't want to say like I'm scared to anyone is going to go away. That's that's my hesitation, right? I, I'm yeah. not scared to anyone is going to go away. That's not going to happen, right? That's just no. no. <laughs> um, but I think in that sense, um, we like the kind of group that seems to fit together well, even though they were put together. Yeah. Um, and you get that out of groups like like you you get that out of your like GIA seems to fit well together. It, it's still a concept, but they seem like they're very more natural in their sense. Like everybody yeah. is who they are. Um, FX to a certain extent is that same way. Everybody is who they are, but they ha- a lot of them had to fight for that, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, because FX had a different concept going in <laughs> yeah. uh, than what they do now, um, and to anyone especially, they're they're all very individual, they're all very unique or whatever, and they fit together really well. But that's because they were supposed to be the counterpart to Big Bang, which is five unique individual boys that fit really well together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, kind of saying that it's it's this sense of like. Like I'm not, I, I I have no fears in that. But seeing more of that is definitely a good thing. I'm definitely ready to see more of that. Um, Especially definitely... with uh, with some fantastic dancing uh, and mm-hmm. you know some new blood, some young young fresh faces, uh, yeah. and some new ideas, and maybe somebody that isn't being managed by YG. Hi! Hey, wow! Oh, look at that. <laughs> so their their releases might come out on time. <laughs> so you know, there's that. Uh, but it'd be interesting to check out because uh, you know, there, there's been there's a lot of girl groups out there, and not a lot of them necessarily are good, <laughs> and not a lot of them uh necessarily have uh their shit together. Uh. So we have to, so there's still, you know, a lot is up in the air because you never know, even with the strength of these two girls, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. But if they turn out to be a really uh, quality group, that would be a fantastic uh, thing, a fantastic thing. Yeah. And like you said, you you can only say so much because it's supposed to be, what did you say, a five person group? Mm -hmm. Five person group. We got to see who the other three are. Right, uh, right. Like we so, we know nothing about the other three. We know like you know bits and pieces here and there. So it's, it's a lot of stuff that's still up in the air that we still have to learn, that we still have to see, that we you know just don't know at, at, at the present time. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just like there there is still you know still a very wait and see thing, man. The, theoretically, theoretically, we know what the roles that need to be filled. Just because, well, it's K-pop, so <laughs> there are roles and they need to be filled. It's like, uh, you know, every it, a K-pop group is basically like your your standard League of Legends. You know, <laughs> somebody's somebody's the, the top singer, somebody's the mid singer, somebody's uh uh rapping, or mm-hmm. somebody's carrying somebody's sport. You know, just that. Uh, uh. 
but we'll, we'll see who fills those roles and it'd be interesting to see. But, uh, moving on. You mentioned FX. Uh, our next headline is about FX. Uh, so FX has been killing it on the music shows. Uh, you know, cause, cause they're awesome. Of course. Uh, but one notable thing for the past couple of days, plus a couple of shows that they've been on, uh, is that Sully's been missing. Uh, specifically, she's had to take some time off. Uh, the official explanation is she's, she has a cold. Uh, I imagine a pretty bad cold. <laughs> uh, but of course, uh, with netizens and, uh, K-pop fans, that's that's not a sufficient enough explanations. Whoa. So they, oh, they read the headline as it is, which is Sully from FX is missing. Conspiracy theory time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sully remains missing from FX, so it's conspiracy theory time. Uh, and right, read, the, to the conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theory. <laughs> What's your conspiracy theory? <laughs> Why'd you miss it? Uh, there's, uh, there, so let's read a couple of these, uh, and I haven't, I haven't read these cause I generally like gloss over anything that looks like those netizen comments. It's like, I just gloss over them. Uh, so it's like, I look at the top one. This just confirms it. SM will probably soon take action, either announcing that she's leaving the group on hiatus or that she refuses to promote it all. This is not something that can be explained with a simple cold. Uh, just straightforward, probably calling into question the cold thing though. I, I wonder if this guy has ever had a bad cold before. Cause if you've ever had like a bad cold, you know, you just can't function. <laughs> like, no, 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 nope. I refuse no, to believe no. it, man. I refuse no. to believe it. She's been kicked out of the group. She's been, she, she, I, I saw a video that someone had made with their phone that they sent me and there, there was, it seemed as if they were arguing. Okay. So there, the, another person, their award speech was the longest I've ever heard, and they never mentioned Sully. What's going on? So apparently she's, uh, I, of course, I mean, she's been excommunicated, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this performance was pre-recorded last week. So Sully was not present at the live broadcast of the award acceptance at the end. I, I don't know what that means. Why is Sully not mentioned in the award speech? Of course, because she was excommunicated. Sully was not mentioned. Why did it feel like they were all cautious of one another while saying the award speech? Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, you explain uh, that. You explain why are they cautious of each other? What do they have to hide, Petey? What do they have to hide? Uh, things are feeling pretty risky lately. I'd rather she not come back at all if she's going to do a, a, a slack on her dance moves to stare at the floor. Uh, okay. you know, of course, people are throwing around that, that she might be pregnant, that Choison might re- literally had gotten in them guts, you know. <laughs> she, you know, did she defected North Korea? I don't know. Who, who, what happened? You know, we, we don't know what happened. Uh, all that uh, and more, man. All that more as it, as the K-pop world turns. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh God. God damn it. Oh, oh, that's just, that's just a beautiful thing. So, Sully is woman. Yeah. That 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 confirms it right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing that she's so showing so quick. I mean, uh, but you know that just confirms it. I think I'm I'm happy for Sully. Uh, she's bringing new life into the world. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is ridiculous uh, and dumb. And 
you know, of course, in in the K-pop world, somebody can't just like be sick because <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know, you have to perform until you collapse on stage. You know, uh, see Girls Day. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do do you have any thoughts on the, on this silliness? No, other than making it silly, and until anyone actually says anything, I I kind of like tend to agree with you that like. You know, like, I, I don't care to speculate on a bunch of that kind of stuff. It's just no need, really. Need. Like, yeah. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, like, en- enough of that happens that I don't want to do it with K-pop, you know? Exactly. Like, uh, enough of that happens in the world that, like, I don't really want to do it with K-pop as well. Like, Exactly. It happens, it happens enough as is. Yeah. I don't uh, need to add my mm-hmm. Uh, but moving on to something else interesting. So, Orange Caramel is preparing to make a surprise, surprise comeback. Uh, I don't know, they kind of ruined the surprise. Uh, it's just like, what, what did you tell us? We, we could have been, I guess we'll have to pretend we were surprised when it happens. Like, like, whoa! <laughs> we didn't know you were coming back. What? Oh my god. Is it, what? <laughs> and Orange Caramel, it, it, the reason I included this because this is, you know, the group is making a comeback is usually not a, a big enough headline uh, to really uh, speak about. But the the fact that this is technically supposed to be a subunit, but they're coming off of one promotion right into another uh, as the subunit, which is interesting because there have been comments and jokes on like forums and things like that about how. Some might think that Orange Caramel kind of have, uh, outshined their original group after school. Like, <laughs> like, you, Orange Caramel slays and after school does okay. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, do we remember the, the last single, uh, from after school other than maybe if you remember that they did the pole dancing off for it? <laughs> Not really, but remember Orange Caramel, uh, and we remember the fascinating song. So I don't know. It, it am I making too much of a point of of am I making too much of a point of pointing out the fact that the subunit is, you know, going bouncing from one promotion to the other rather than going back to the original group. Um, not really. I mean, it, it, it's an okay speculation to be like, wow, they're really standing out. They're really shining, you know, over the overall group, which they are also still a part of, you know? Um, yeah. but it is, it is also one of those things where it's just like, maybe in smaller sectors, they stand out better and people care to pay attention to them more. Or maybe it's just because, those girls are promoted more. People care more about their individual efforts and then their group efforts, you know, mm-hmm. because it always seems like on variety shows, the representatives are the girls of orange caramel, you know? Yeah. So because people see them and because most of the time when they're on variety shows, the thing that they're talking about is orange caramel. And it could be because of the sense like, Oh, if I talk about orange caramel, it'll lead you to the, the, the mothership group, you know, yeah. in a sense. But for most people, it's just like, no, I'm going to stop here. And that's all I care about yeah. in that sense, you know? So it, it, it's 
a weird thing as to like maybe it's how they're being being promoted outside of the musical sector, or maybe it's the people who know them in the musical sector as thing A, you know, isn't a big enough isn't you know it, it it's there's a lot of things that go into it, but you can't help but to say Orange Caramel is doing a lot better maybe than the overall mothership group um, yeah. that they spawned from. Yeah. Uh, and really interesting, especially considering that after school is a graduating group, like a, a group that graduates with members. Uh, you know, that, that classic, uh, cover for kicking out members. <laughs> uh, and, and have graduated group members like Becca and Kahi and, and whatnot. So it'd be interesting to see if they, if if this becomes their own baby metal, you know, as we all uh, as uh, anybody who's aware of uh, baby metal is saying, they're technically were part of another group, but now just through major success and the fact that technically one of the their oldest member can't be in the original group, they're just like, well, we're just gonna be baby metal. Uh, it would I guess it would be too much of a leap to say that they're gonna decide, oh, we're just gonna be orange caramel, but. Uh, it is interesting to note that this one little subunit is more popular. I think on some level is, uh, catching a lot more attention than, than the major group. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's just something that I found interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. not much else to say. Uh, but moving on to, uh, something really cool. Uh, some, well, not cool. And necessarily, but a uh, cool, it, 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 interesting and cool in a, in one certain way. Uh, a show that, uh, I keep wanting to watch, but it, it, I, I keep forgetting to check out, uh, on, on a regular basis. Uh, but it's definitely an, a show that does a really good job of getting people to open up. <laughs> uh, definitely. Uh, Healing Camp had IU on, uh, mm-hmm. And she revealed that she suffered from bulimia at some point in, during her early career. Um, and she talked very openly about the fact that she, you know, she, uh, disliked her body, disliked herself. Uh, she overate and she binged and purged. Uh, and it's very interesting to note because we're talking about this in the prism of East Asian pop culture, talking about in the prism of K-pop in Korea, where I think we've discussed before where the, the, you know, when it comes to mental issues is, uh, it's, there's still, there's still a lot of room to grow with how the public perception of mental issues is dealt with. Uh, mm-hmm. just like here, we have some room to grow, but, I think it's interesting. It's, it's very risky for her to say something like this, especially considering this could be seen as a flaw or weakness rather than something that would elicit sympathy, uh, and would like, okay, as be understood as kind of a, a thing. Uh, you know, like, uh, it, it's something like where we've had history where, uh, ladies codes, so young, uh, her anorexia was kind of her issues with anorexia was kind of just swept under the rug and kind of made, uh, jokes about, uh, but it, it, I don't know. It, it, what, do you have any thoughts on kind of this and kind of what it could mean for, uh, anything and how important it is to like have somebody talking about this, 
especially over there? No. Um, <laughs> and I say no because with other things that we have seen of, of this kind of stuff, it usually just ends up turning out bad, you know? Yeah. Uh, where somebody mentions these things and these things were these things were years ago in their past and they've, they've recovered and gotten help for it and, and have seemed to be a lot better off. Um, but people still are really judgmental and really small minded about it. And there doesn't seem to be that growth that we have talking about. Yeah. I think it's something that is a little scary uh, and we don't want to be, uh, judgmental about it, but it's, it's still a little bit scary. And I think, of course, uh, the, when it comes to mental health, uh, uh, understanding, it's something that is a global, uh, global, that globally needs to be worked on. Uh, you know, it's not something exclusive to Korea, but it's definitely something that in this context, it is something that needs to be addressed. Uh, I think this could be something, hopefully, but and, but I think most of all, it's pretty brave of IU to just kind of go out there and say say it, just speak on it, uh, and mm. just be straightforward about it. Uh, and I I commend her for it. Uh, I think it was, it was it's really cool. Uh, I I use a really cool a really cool chick. Uh, it just in general from what, everything I've seen. Uh. She seems really cool, so, uh, go IU, IU fighting. Uh, but moving on to, uh, I think our, our last little bit of headline, something interesting. So we haven't talked about uh, gaming in a, in a quite a bit of a while. Uh, we haven't talked about gaming. Uh, so KCON is just around the corner. Uh, something that we, is, uh, happening on the other coast of us, uh, all the way on the other side, closer to our buddy Curly. Uh, in LA, uh, and they've been kind of bolstering a lot of their lineups. They recently added Eric Nam. He's going to make an appearance. Uh, they're going to have, you know, of course, as everybody knows, they're going to have Sunya Shaday. They're going to have a uh, bunch of other groups. Uh, I believe Cranium Pop as well. Like a a crap ton of other groups. You can see the lineup uh, uh, elsewhere. Uh, but another thing that's really interesting, they're going to host OGN's uh, League of Le- League of Legends Champions Festival. Uh, which is apparently going to be kind of a, uh, a special greeting match where mm-hmm. you're going to be able to like get autographs and meet them and then play five on five friendly matches against, uh, Legend of League, League of Legends pro gamers. So I guess, uh, we could say this, we could rename it the special greeting feed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, uh it, it, it's a very interesting little cool, like little event, uh, I I think League of Legends has kind of been growing quite a bit. Uh, you know, we we know people who play LOL a lot, <laughs> uh, even begrudgingly. I know a couple of people that play it begrudgingly because they're this the MOBA that they have to play because their other friends are playing it. <laughs> I'm looking at you, T2. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, but I know you've been playing quite a bit. What are your thoughts on on seeing this aspect of it and and kind of um. On in general, um, I it, it's I guess it's it it would be more cool to me if they're gonna have a lot of the 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 um uh 
the Korean players, which I, I guess that is the plan. Um, mm-hmm. I, I find that interesting. Um, I also like, I don't know. I, I think it could just be, um, I think it could be something that like, cause, cause Starcraft used to have a lot of these things and, and Starcraft still does have a lot of these things. Um, and, but Starcraft is a lot more open because of the fact that like you, you get the swap between the Korean players coming here and the American players going there and stuff like that, yeah. but you don't get it that much in low. So to open that up a little bit more seems like it's a good thing, but it's going to be so heavily monetized because low itself is so heavily monetized. And I'm pretty yeah. sure you're going to have to pay for every fucking thing there. And it's not going to be as open and friendly as you think it is. And it's going to just be another way for Riot and whoever else has their pockets in it to make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's a very, it, it's probably going to be a lot of that. Uh, I think it, it does. Because does to me, make- like, like so much of the, the, the stuff for, for StarCraft is so open and so friendly and so gamer environment where like even the stuff for like, um, the shows in Korea, right? Like, they're always just like, oh yeah, you know, we're at this studio here in Seoul. Um, tickets are free. If you happen to be in Korea, come the, come fucking hang out, you know? Um, and it just, it's just such that culture, you know? Yeah. Where like, I know this is going to be so heavily monetized. I, yeah. I just know it is. Um, and. It's going to create a friendly, non-friendly environment. It's going to create a friendly environment if you have the money to pay to be friendly. You know what I'm saying? Um, And that's fine. Like I don't, I don't, I don't care. At the end of the day, it's it's their product, and they can choose to do what they want with their product. It's not my product. You know what I'm saying? so I, I can't make those choices uh, and I can't judge them for making the choices that they make. Like they can do whatever the fuck they want. Um, but yeah. I just know that that's what it's going to be at the end of the day. You know? Yeah. I think uh, this, uh, uh, I, I think on some level, I really want KCON to be cooler than it probably is. Uh, because from what I can say, it's just kind of a very heavily monetized, uh, concert festival. Uh, it would be cool if it was a proper con. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's just a two day concert festival. If, you know, if, uh, basically it's not at KCon, it's K-Palooza, you know, <laughs> K, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, uh, K-Stock. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. if they just called it K-Stock, maybe, uh, but yeah, you know, it, it if they, if it was closer on the East Coast, it might be something tempting to, uh, visit, but, uh, and maybe less pricey, but yeah, it's definitely, uh, you, you, you realize how, how, you realize that a culture based on the, uh, popular music of another country is not necessarily, uh, not necessarily gonna garner the, uh, feel, uh, around it that, something like uh 
uh, nerdy pop culture it does. <laughs> uh, and this is kind of the, 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 a little bit of an awakening of that. But, uh, hopefully good things come from KCON, uh, and not dumb things. Yep. Uh, but we're gonna get some fun concerts. We'll probably get a bunch of fun concert footage from Mnet and whatnot. And, and that's the main thing that's gonna be cool. Uh, from there. Uh, but that's it for our headlines. Uh, we're gonna talk, uh, we, you know, we've talked, we're gonna talk a little bit quickly, uh, about my experiences with the first couple episodes of Air City, uh, in anticipation for a full review in the future. But, uh, we're gonna get over to that on the flip side. So join us, won't you? Back with our Hollywood Talk segment. Um, once again, a couple weeks ago, I gave PD uh, kind of a assignment to to watch a uh, Korean pop show. I mean, a Korean pop show, a Korean drama series uh, by the name of Air City. Um, and if you ever want to follow along with us, um, we generally choose shows that are on Drama Fever. Um, sometimes they'll be on Crunchyroll, or we'll let you know where you can usually watch them. They're usually sub. Where that that is streaming, so you can see them and and kind of follow along and watch the shows with us. Uh, PD made it through a few of the first few episodes, but I'm going to give like kind of a quick rundown of what this show is all about. So, Air City is a show that takes place in a uh, Korean airport in uh, Ichon, which I have actually been through. It's the international airport there in uh, the Koreas, um, and it uh, follows. Uh, agents who, who work at the airport, um, and probably kind of the day to day stuff that goes on at the airport, but it's more about the drama, drug smuggling, stopping terrorist attacks and, and dangerous things and all kind of other stuff. It's action thriller melodrama. Um, and I thought it was really good when I saw it. Um, teen years ago, because the show, the show came out in 2007. It was on an NBC show. Uh, and apparently it's 16 episodes. For some reason, I remembered it being more, but it's not. <laughs> no. Uh, so, PD, why don't you t- uh, kind of go through your experience of the first few episodes of this and uh, let us know if you're excited for more. Uh, so, yeah, first impressions on, on the first couple episodes, as you can kind of, I think it's a little obvious, it's two. <laughs> uh, just finish the second episode. Uh, it, it's very interesting kind of uh, following through on, on these, like, characters. Uh, it definitely starts off, uh, uh, with, with kind of a, a very dramatic, uh, entrance, you know. You see a murder right away. Somebody yeah. get killed, stabbed. <laughs> Uh, right away, and that establishes kind of the, 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 uh, the plot for the first, I think the beginning of the episode. I'm not sure how long the, that subplot continues for, but for the first couple of episodes, it kind of drives the plot forward, uh, the ramifications on that murder and who's involved and whatnot. Uh, and it's definitely an, 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 an interesting show. Hashtag interesting. God damn it. I, I, I really do use that word. I'm sorry, DJM. 
I'm sorry. And I know you're trying. I, I think I need to get back to, to doing the fanny pack so that DJM can continue to beat that word out of me. <laughs> uh, because God damn it. Uh, but it's definitely a fascinating show. Uh, in the first episode, episodes, uh, you've got your, you've got your lead. You've got your break rules to get the job done. Male dramatic action lead. You know, he don't care about the rules. He, he cares about your, the national safety. You know, you're gonna punch some people and you're gonna <laughs> ruffle some you feathers. Yeah. We're gonna stop this under any means necessary. Uh, Even if I have to you, break rules to do it. Yeah, and you have your no, no nonsense, uh, semi robotic female lead. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she, is, she is a robot. <laughs> <laughs> she's not much of an emotional person. Uh, and, and, and you see a couple of familiar faces. I think before they, they really kind of, uh, Hit their stride. I think, uh, one, a couple of familiar faces. One of them is actually, uh, a regular on gag concert and actually is a, a guy that manages a bunch of the gag, gag, uh, gag men and gag women, as it mm-hmm. were, on there, uh, in his agency. And it's kind of cool seeing him in just like this little bit role, which is weird. Um, and one guy who's on, on the show, Angel Eyes, and I think a couple other things as well. Um, uh, so th- that's interesting. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it, I can see the action right away. A lot of, you know, the, the punching and the kicking and the, you know, fighting and the whatnot. Uh, I did, you know, find some odd moments. I did, uh, it was odd that the guy that was, you know, faked his heart attack, took like three pills to fake a heart attack to get, you know, himself, uh, infiltrating the, the airport. Uh, decides to escape by stink palming a nurse to death. <laughs> I think, I think they were supposed to be, have been snapped to her neck or something. Right. But right. all he does was grab her head, turn it slightly to the left and, and put his uh, palm <laughs> on her face. So it's like, huh? I don't, I don't understand. Like, I think he just like, like, here, smell this. Like, oh! Um, but that was fascinating. Uh, You'd see uh, who I for, I, I feel bad because I initially thought he was D- Daniel Henney, but David Lee McInnes is a, is a fascinating role, uh, who I've seen before and I can't quite place where I've seen him. Uh, yeah, I, I keep I keep forgetting. Uh, I think it was, mm, oh yeah, Iris. He was in both Irises. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a major a major guy in Iris. Uh, so for, for, again, uh, which which not not. Uh, which is understandable, I think, because this does have those elements that remind me of Iris. I kept thinking of kind of, uh, those kind of action elements. It's not the same feel of a show, but no. kind of seeing a show with some action, a little bit of melodrama, and it did make me think of Iris. Also, uh, seeing a show that was shot like before 2011 in Korean drama style is always feels very similar, especially the fonts of the subtitles. It just kind of, it seems so old yet. It's only been like seven years and it's only been like a few years ago. It's like weird. Um, but I think overall first impressions was like, it's, it's interesting and cool and, you know, action packed and, uh, fascinating. Uh, I, I'm still want to know how, uh, my, uh, how technology to make TVs look good in bright sunlight translate to weapons. 
<laughs> but that's, I think, probably in episode three and on, and I will learn that. Maybe. Yep. So now this goes to say, are you are you excited to watch more? I, I'm I'm I, I wouldn't I guess I wouldn't say excited, but I'm I'm I am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to kind of seeing uh, more of kind of the the uh, more fun moments and more interesting kind of odd moments and the action moments. Uh, seeing how well they do and and they do a really good job kind of a, the story and I want to see uh <laughs> again. Why, uh, some of the t- whys and hows. Um, so that's interesting. I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. Uh, it has piqued my interest and, uh, I am looking forward to seeing kind of how things develop. Of course, there's going to be, I know there's going to be a love story, uh, and it's probably mm-hmm. going to be hastily rushed together <laughs> <laughs> just cause, you know, they've only got 16 episodes, you know, <laughs> we got to develop a deep seated right. love in 16 episodes uh, somehow. Uh, the same castle where they got four seasons of will they or won't they to, 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 to tease you with. They, they've got to get it done now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'll, it'll be a fascinating, uh, uh, thing to look forward to. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, do, do we have any more questions about, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, I kind of initially liked the show, but it, like, like I said, it's one of those shows that I kind of watched in, the early stages of me getting into Korean dramas and, and Korean TV and then all that kind of stuff. So I don't know if how I feel about it is exactly how I would feel once I, once I uh, kind of rushed through the show um, yeah. again, but also it was a show, you know, um, made in 2007. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll 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 see how that kind of holds up overall when, once we both kind of get towards the end of it. Um, yeah, but overall, I think it, right. I think it's a good show, and I think I think you'll like it, and I I think I'll like get on my my second viewing of it. Um, yeah, it has and, its peculiarities, and it has its. I think there are a couple flaws here and there. I think. Uh, yeah. Once again, the 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 uh, the the old trope of uh, anybody in authority is immediately uh, mentally challenged, <laughs> just because right. it's, it's, it's like it's like uh, how how that guy just the, he stink palmed a nurse to death. He hit. He pretended to be a, a an airport employee. Uh, he snuck onto the tarmac and had to be chased down in a car. But you're gonna believe him when you say he's just an innocent Chinese tourist that was confused when he woke up in a hospital. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you? <laughs> Isn't that how it works? <laughs> ah, but no? and, but you know, it, it's, it's the plot holes aside. Uh, it's definitely gonna be. It, I, I'm definitely looking forward to at the very least gonna get fun moments, which is always I think that if nothing else. Uh, you can get from a, from a drama, you know, a K drama is at least fun, uh, moments, uh, regardless of the quality of the show. Uh, I think that that's what I'm going to look forward to. Uh, but yeah, you can, I think, yeah, you can watch the show on Drama Fever and Crunchyroll. So follow along. We're going to, once I, we get through the show, uh, together to the end, uh, we'll talk about it fully. 
mm-hmm. you know, kind of give a, f- a good summation, and then we'll get to uh, we'll follow that up and choose our next show. I'll probably uh, I I still got to figure out what catches my interest because it'll be my turn, but uh, we'll talk about that when that comes around. Uh, but yeah, that that's a, a the end of another fine episode of Halijuku. Uh Kaz, what what have you got going on in your neck of the woods? Um, uh, the other day, I actually streamed something. Uh, I didn't get to talk while I was streaming, which was unfortunate because I didn't understand how all that worked doing it from the PlayStation 4. Uh, but I will figure that out because I've been playing the beta for Destiny, and I plan on doing that a lot more. And just, uh, seeing as it seems to work really well to stream from my PS4, I'm going to stream some more PS4 stuff until, uh, I get kind of the base issue, rest of the issue solved where I can start streaming more stuff and you can see me play games and do other stuff and and uh there are going to be some recorded video game playthroughs on my youtube channel so about that me slash king kaz for all of those types of things i do hope i I hope to get myself a ps4 as well so i can i can i can help out a little bit you know play play along (laughs) and and stream along with you uh or at least you know kind of provide some support as it were uh but yeah about that much slash king kaz for all his info uh, PD Rave, uh, about that many slash PD Rave, twitter.com slash PD Rave, uh, and, you know, everywhere. I'm PD Rave everywhere. Uh, Juku is a show. Follow the show at Halijuku. Uh, Halijuku.com or kpoppodcast.com, uh, for easily sharing with your friends. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, follow, share, su- subscribe, review, uh, let us know how we're doing. Uh, we actually got a comment on our website. Go ahead, go comment on our website. Somebody random actually commented on, on one of our episodes. It was like, what? Uh, somebody actually listened to something. That might have been Goat Herd. That, yeah, probably, Who's, yeah. Yeah. Who's kind of the community manager for everything <laughs> that, like, Curly does, I do. Like, she's, she's the new person who's kicking our asses to make sure that we actually get shit done. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, which is nice. And I think I thank her for that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, give us reviews. Let us know how we're doing. She's, uh, she's even possibly setting up a fucking guest for us <laughs> for, our, for, for the first time. Which is usually supposed to be my job on most shows, but hey, <laughs> I'll take a look where I can get it. I'll, I'll, I'll be. I'm very receptive to that. Uh, but until next time, hasta los huevos. See you fighting on your. I forgot the Chinese thing. I don't want to say it because I'm not going to try. Niho? No, that's a low, isn't it? Yeah. Goodbye! <laughs> Bye! Bye! Oh, that was embarrassing. <laughs> Chinese isn't my forte. I'm sorry. What do you want from me? I'm gonna fuck it up sometimes. <laughs>